0: Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. Now for our special guest. I discovered voiceovers, it was shortly after after college. And during that time, I, I took all these courses for commercial work, animation, audiobooks, I fell in love with it. And... I was getting a lot of great responses from, from my auditions, and I was getting a lot of auditions, but I wasn't getting a lot of work. And what was happening was that, as you can tell, I have a little accent in English. My first language is Spanish. However, I started in the voiceover industry in English. And what happened is I kept getting the feedback, oh, that was a great read, can you neutralize the accent? This is as neutral as it gets. <laughs> so, so I was running into a little bit of a wall because the auditions that I started getting were either uh, Corona, Taco Bell, and Idle Mexico, and I'm like, all right. I, I I started wearing my uniform, Latino man, proudly. However, the niche was very small. So it wasn't until one of my mentors suggested that I go into Spanish, since that is my first language. That's when my career took off. So, I had started thinking about, well, I can do all these things. I can speak English, I speak English fluently, I speak Spanish fluently, I can go into all of... I can be everything to everyone. (laughs) And what happens with that is that you become this generic whatever, and people don't really know where to put you, and when you are everything to everyone, then you become nothing to no one. (laughs) So in working with one of my mentors, one of the things he, he suggested was to brand myself. And so we did work on my branding and with branding came this clarity. What is it that makes me unique? What is it that's going to differentiate me from these tens of other voiceover talent who sound like me in pitch, tone and delivery? So in working with my, my coach at the time, we came up with the following branding statement because I was doing animation work. The troubadour, the kind dad, the superhero, the Jose of all trades. <laughs> so I, re- I re- reconciled the fact that, hey, this is me, I have an accent, take it or leave it. (laughs) I could have made the the choice of making the effort to neutralize my my accent. And and to a certain degree, I have. However, that is not my forte. And that is not my interest. So I decided to reconcile that fact that that is part of me, that is part of what I bring to the table. And I can create all these different characters that represent me and what i bring to the table instead of trying to be everything to everyone and once i started doing that that's when i started getting more work because all of a sudden it brought this clarity to me i i got this confidence it's like oh this is perfect for me i knew where i fit in the market the agents that i that i was working with the casting directors the producers they understood hey this guy knows where he fits in the market and they know what to call me in for, what not to call me in for, so nobody's wasting any time. So that's a power behind branding. Before going into branding, one of the things that I'd like to make a point of is the difference between the, being a generic voiceover talent versus a branded voiceover talent. Because too many, I see too many voiceover talent going into the voiceover business thinking that oh i'll just go to the the cheapest studio and they'll get this voiceover demo which technically sounds fine the the sound effects sound good the music sounds good the quality it's a good sounding demo however it doesn't say anything about them it doesn't it's not branded it's basically Okay, oh yeah, David, you have a good voice. Let's go into the studio. We'll just grab a couple of copies. We figure, oh, you can sell cars, you can sell shoes, and you can do a PSA. And and then we'll put a demo together, and it'll be awesome. And yeah, it'll sound great, but it won't say anything about you. What makes David special, and what is going to make you stand out from the voiceover crowd? So now I talk a little bit about, about branding. And before I go into branding, let me go into what branding means. So branding is the marketing practice of creating a name, symbol, or design that identifies and differentiates a product from other products. So an effective brand strategy gives you a major edge in increasingly competitive markets. Now, where that applies to voiceover talent, we are all product. We are marketing ourselves. And as such, we need to brand ourselves in order to differentiate ourselves from other voiceover talent. Otherwise, if I can do Antonio Banderas, <laughs> then what's, what's gonna differentiate me from Antonio Banderas other than I'm bald, but I'm a voiceover talent. So it <laughs> doesn't matter what I look like. <laughs> he has his personality, I have my personality. And so we bring different things to the table. So when it comes to branding, branding, when you think of branding, what are the biggest brands out there? We know the, the Golden Arches, McDonald's, you have Coca-Cola. You see the brand, you see the colors, you hear papa." that's branding right there. And it makes them stand out because of it. Those are some of the brands that you most remember because they're well-branded. So when it comes to to the same applies to voiceover talent, people will remember you when you have a good brand. So how do you go about branding? Branding stems from three things. It's one, the way you perceive yourself. Two, the way others perceive you. And three, how you would like to be perceived by others and where those three circles meet that's going to be the basis for your brand so the way that i work with with my clients with my voiceover clients specifically is that i walk them through a process of asking them questions about how they perceive themselves and they proceed to answer and they they send those same questions to the core group of people, let's say about 10 people who know them well. And so it's a mixture of people who are part of their family and friends and also other industry peers so that they get a more, a whole more holistic view of and answers that they receive. And they pull all these answers together and Based on that, there are going to be three attributes that are going to stand out that there's going to be some agreement between one, the way you perceive yourself, two, the way others perceive you, and three, the way you like to be perceived. So when, where you see that there's a match between those three, that's going to be the basis for your brand. So I'll give you an example. One one of my coaching clients, his name is Issa Days, and he has a lot of gravitas to his voice. He sounds like a young James Earl Jones. And at the same time, he's really funny. So he's got this gravitas and he's super funny. So how how do you bring those together into uh demo that represents him well and there were three things that that stood out about him one he's got a voice of authority two he's funny and three he's got sex appeal so in doing the branding work with him what we came up as a branding set we came up with the branding statement (laughs) if james l jones and will smith had a baby (laughs) then that's a reaction that we are looking for so that as a branding statement becomes the center of all your marketing so with that branding statement we can take that and then choose the material the script that are going to support that branding statement so everything will stand will stem from your branding statement and you can build your brand around that so your demo will be branded. Your website, all your email communications, if James L. Jones and Will Smith had a baby, everything will be part of that. And as part of building a brand, when you think of a, uh, of a brand, you also think of a logo. It's like, yeah, you, 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 you brand your voice, but more so than that, you're also creating a visual you're creating the audio with the, with the voiceover, but you're also creating a visual with a logo. And we conceptualize a logo, and then he... I'm not a designer, but I can conceptualize. He came up with this really cool-looking lion with wavy hair. It almost looked like he, his hair was blowing in the wind, and he's got these sunglasses, and he's just smiling. He's chilling. So you, you get the sense it's, it's the lion authority, you also, it also makes you think of Mufasa from The Lion King. And you also have a, the wavy hair and, and the smile. And it's funny, a lion with sunglasses and just chilling. <laughs> so you pull all of those elements together and you're branded. And that's memorable. It makes you stand out from the other sea of sameness that's out there. It creates this clarity in your own head where you are not wasting time auditioning for everything that comes, comes to you. And while you have these resources where you receive these auditions, and, that, and that's a great thing to, to have, it's also important to be mindful about what, audition, what auditions are you taking. What is going to give you that clarity to know which auditions to go for? What is right for you? Because it doesn't make sense to be everything to everyone. And also, once you have that clarity, it also makes it easier for you to work with everyone on your team. The casting directors, the producers, the agents. Because they know what to call you in for. They have a clear idea of what, what your strengths are. And, and so nobody's wasting any time and that that's that, that's part of, of the frustration i ran into before becoming branded where i'm like it was like well i'm going to all these auditions and and i'm i'm lucky if i land one out of 200 auditions and it wasn't until i became branded that i got that clarity i stopped going for all auditions and really went for those that i was right for and The other point I'd like to make is not about limiting yourself and putting yourself in a box. And that's what some of the concerns that that I get around branding. It's like, well, won't I be pigeonholing myself? And to that, I say no. Because here's what happens. When you're working with industry people, casting directors, producers, agents, they like everything in a nice little package with a ribbon around it. And when you're branding yourself, that's what you're doing. Think about some of the biggest name actors out there. You have Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington. When, when you think of Tom Hanks, how did he brand himself at the beginning of his career? He was. He started in comedy. He didn't start being a. Uh, uh, he wasn't known as a serious actor. It was later on in his career where he developed that, and he was able to break out of how he was branding himself and reinvent himself. But at the beginning, he had to brand himself in a certain way, because you're branding yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to remain that way the whole time. Thank you for joining us. and register for Voice Talent Membership today.